Happy Monday, everybody. This is Mary Clark. Welcome to my podcast, Mother Mary Monday. Every Monday, I'll share discovery stories, life lessons, and encourage you to seek and find your best you. As I'm settling into this new pattern of doing a podcast every week, some really cool things have um, transpired as part of it. First of all, today's the first day I'm doing my podcast in my PJs, which makes me it makes me happy. Um, also, it's interesting that then I'll just find in my um, daily walk of life that I'm aware of things that I think could be a great podcast. So I'll, I'll hear something or something will trigger. And it's been really fun because I have an ongoing list of topics and I find that I've barely, I, I've scratched the surface of that just because things will unfold <clears throat> in a particular week. And sometimes it's just, you know, an instant, oh, and that's what happened this week. Um, as we all do, I have a love-hate relationship with social media. There are things that I love about social media. And I'm sure like you, there are times where you realize, oh, I need to step away. In fact, I listened to a really great message this week on a series by Stephen Furtick that I thought was very... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it, eye-opening to the reality of social media and how we have to monitor ourselves. But uh, at the beginning of this week, I was just, oh no, where were we? I know where we were. We It was on Friday. We went on Fox 2 to talk about the Vogue article and to announce that we're going to be having this, this model search. And you get to that it was raining cats and dogs, torrential rain, and we left a little bit earlier than normal because of it. And so we were sitting at the news station probably, I don't know, a good half hour, 45 minutes before we went on air. And I was sitting with my phone. You're just kind of thinking about the things that you're going to be talking about, scrolling through. Went on Instagram, played my little words with friends, because I love words with friends. Hey, everybody, I love words with friends. If anybody, any, that's a side note. And I went on Facebook. And also the interesting thing, I don't, I don't even know how many friends I have on Facebook, but I think it's fair to say I don't have a thousand personal friends, but you end up because of how social media is taking people. And then you have the ones that you are close to and it's fun to be connected. But there's also those people that, that for me, I've met them in person and I think they're a great person. And you really, it's cool that you can get to know them through social media without even really spending time with them. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. It can be a connector. And... I read a post that's actually a friend of a friend. I won't say the name of this person, but a friend of a friend. And it was a beautiful post that she shared um, about her mother being ill, that she'd been in hospice for a few months. And she was sharing that it, it was very obvious that this was her first time to kind of make it public to the general public or the people that are her friends on Facebook. 
just to kind of give them the heads up. And this was on Friday. And she said, my mother isn't expected to make it through the weekend. And it was right in that same time frame where the McCain's had posted that John McCain had made the decision to um, get off the medication that was sustaining him. And at the same time, another friend from high school who I haven't stayed in touch with other than Facebook, um, I read a post from her when I actually went on to prepare for this with a few of my notes that her mother had just passed. And it's just one of those situations where I think this week had a lot of sad stories on the news and and I don't know, there's some really, I think that we're all in this together and we all go through seasons of our life where we experience loss and we experience different things. What she wrote um, is beautiful. I'm going to share a little snippet of it just because it was so beautiful and I feel like I'm being respectful because she shared it and I'm not going to share her name. But what she wrote was so beautiful. And then she said, after she kind of shared a little bit about her childhood and her relationship with her mother, she said four words and that I instantly was like, that's what I want to talk about. She said, it's a conflicting time for me as her bipolar disorder made my life different, this in reference to her mother. I had a lot of cool, scary, interesting, fun, life-changing, sad, maddening, hilarious, and fun moments with my mom. I had to grow up quick, and I took on a caregiver role early, earlier than most kids don't or shouldn't have to experience. But within those experiences, I would not be the person I am And here are the words, resilient, loving, hopeful, and forgiving. I choose to see my somewhat roller coaster childhood as a blessing in disguise. Having met this woman um, a couple of different times, I always viewed her as such an upbeat, positive, loving, incredible young woman with a young family and I knew nothing about her history. I just knew what I had seen in her. And so for her to share that that was her childhood and to be so, again, this is the beauty of the time that we live in, open, transparent, sharing this experience, and then using those words that although it was by no means ideal, she chose to be resilient, loving, hopeful, and forgiving. Those four attributes are so beautiful. I've fallen in love with the word resilient in the past few years, as in scenarios in our family, I've seen, um, in particular, our granddaughter Willa is just such a wonderful young girl. And we started to realize that she is a resilient one. And that word of what that can be, I I went to the dictionary just to get a concise of of each word, resilient, springing back, rebounding, returning to the original form or position after being bent, compressed, or stretched, recovering readily from illness, depression, adversity, or the like, different kinds of things. But resilient to me is a bounce back. It's It's a looking at the bright side. It's a 
It's a not allowing yourself to let circumstance or situation take away from the joy of life. And this week was a week that it was hard to turn on the news. It was hard to read about Molly Tibbetts and 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 them finding her body and um, seeing a hero pass. And when we came to, back from church today to to record this podcast. There's another mass shooting in in Florida, and how how do you um, keep your head up in in a in a world that falls short? And choosing resilience is a really great thing. Loving, feeling or showing love, warm affection, the warm personal attachment or deep affection as a parent, child, or friend. I thought it was really interesting. It's the first time that I've ever went to a word in the dictionary and said, man, dictionary.com, you do not know how to explain love. <laughs> how do you explain love? How do you put it in a technical matter of fact? Love is just love. Love is choosing to love without condition and loving, being a loving person is a choice and Stating that the second choice that she made was to be loving is a powerful choice. The third word that she used was hopeful. The dictionary defined the feeling that what is wanted can be had or that events will turn around for the best. To believe, desire, or trust. Hopeful. To have hope. To believe for good things. To not let things wear you down. To choose to be hopeful, not resentful. I see a lot of people who grasp onto resentment and they hold on it for dear life. And it eats away at your soul. Uh, We were always told by um, our pastor, would always talk about the, the love walk and being hopeful. And as simplistic of a word, I think it's easy to brush that word by, but I want to be around people who are hopeful people. That don't let situations, circumstance, just things steal their hope. And finally, the biggest, most important word of all, when she described those four, resilient, loving, hopeful, and forgiving. Forgiving, forgiving, forgiving. The way that the dictionary described it, to grant pardon for, to cease, to feel resentment against, to cancel out an indebtedness, um, forgiveness. The most powerful choice that you can make. Um, it liberates you. It helps you to move on, to be resilient, loving, hopeful, and forgiving, to be those words and not just say those words, but to live those words. Um, I just thought how beautiful to share the reality of her life to be respectful of her mom and the, and to share mental illness is something that needs to be talked about and shared. I loved her bravery that she shared it with such candor. Um, and then to say, but these are the choices that I've made based on my life. I choose to be resilient. I choose to be loving. I choose to be hopeful. And I choose to be forgiving. At the end of her uh, post, um, it moved me, obviously, 
to the point where I'm like, I want to talk about those four words. I want to challenge myself to have those, to be those things. I, I want to not let life define me. I want to let my choices in life define me. And, and those, those are beautiful uh, decisions. They're choices. They're choices. I know sometimes people <clears throat> don't want to believe that you can choose those things, but you can. And the more that you act in that way, the more it becomes the, the core of who you are. So the weekend went on. We had kind of a, a busy Saturday. And um, when I went back on Facebook, I read that she had passed. And there was a beautiful picture of her and her mom um, when she was young. I could see her and her mother and vice versa. It was a beautiful picture. And all of the friends and close people were really were sharing their their sadness and their support and their love and their prayers. And she said something, too, that I thought was so beautiful. Uh, my mom is now free to be the kind, giving, and nurturing woman we all knew and loved dearly when mental illness was not at the helm. Um, I think the bottom line of sharing this, we all need to be loving and supporting of each other, look out for the best of each other, know that everybody has a battle. Um, you, you can't always see it in someone, but we definitely all have those things. Um, I hope that I paid honor to the beauty of what she wrote, and I hope that those words translate in, in your life. Maybe write down on your planner this week four beautiful words, resilient, loving, hopeful, and forgiving. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you next Monday. <laughs>